Hey there, listeners. Uh, this is Hey Joe. This is uh, your host, Joe Zuccarello. And uh, just a quick reminder, this is a podcast where you get to listen in on a real coaching call between myself and an expert in the industry, uh, answering these questions that we get all the time. And usually those questions are starting with, Hey Joe. That's the name of the episode and the podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. I am thrilled to say that we have a very exciting episode for you today. We are talking with Dave Campanella, uh, who is uh, an industry expert in the way of coat condition and grooming processes and grooming products. Uh, this is a guy that I have known for several years uh, and who is certainly the epitome of an industry influencer. Uh, it seems that I always see him doing seminars at some of the trade shows and writing content for many of the, of the industry magazines and articles and such. He's always being interviewed because he's so smart in those areas. Uh, and I've always seen him as a person on a mission. Uh, Dave is on a mission to educate and elevate professionals in this, in this industry because Dave gets it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm probably, Dave, don't have your head uh, blown up too big because uh, you still get a chance to talk about yourself as well. But uh, I got to tell you, man, I'm impressed by what you do. I'm impressed by what you stand for. Uh, and I'm certainly impressed on the influence you bring to the industry. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your, and your business and uh, what you're up to these days? Sure. Well, thanks, Joe. It's exciting to be here today. And, and again, I'm, I, I was thrilled and honored to have you ask. So, uh, you know, basically my story is uh, uh, grooming-related, of course. Uh, you know, it all starts 28 years ago. I married a groomer. <laughs> and my wife, Tracy, and I, uh, we, uh, we've uh, been in the industry. We've co-owned and operated a groom shop together, um, me more so part-time. Uh, you know, and, and what I tell folks is... Uh, uh, for me, uh, my role in grooming when we got started, my, my wife and I, uh, I had a full-time job. I've been uh, pretty much in sales and customer service, uh, sales training. I, I've, I have a background in uh, direct, respons direct response marketing, uh, worked for a newspaper for a stint uh, before winding up here at Best Shot. But uh, as far as grooming went, I... I I was the guy who brought dinner into the shop at the end of the day, you know, on those long days. Uh, I worked weekends with my wife and holidays. And uh, I always found it interesting when we started uh, that I'm the guy who she, scheduled, she would schedule the big, hairy monster dogs, you know, the, the, the collies, <laughs> you know, with the thick matted coats or the, you know, the, the compacted golden retrievers that, you know, weigh like a brick or uh, back in the day when we got started, the mayor of the community we lived in, in Talmadge, Ohio, had a St. Bernard. So I was always, you know, there when they scheduled to do him. And, uh, you know, what you learn uh, throughout the process is uh, how thankless of a job grooming can be at times. It's a lot of hard work. And, uh when you do it wrong, it can it can be a nightmare. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. When you do it right, it's still a lot of work. So. Right, 
Right, and it's and, and you're right. It's probably no surprise to the Hey Joe listeners, but grooming is a tough and tiring job, and the 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 physical nature sometimes takes a toll uh, that at ends careers prematurely in some cases. So that's why I'm excited to be talking with you today because you're going to be sharing some some tips and tricks to. Uh, we've always heard the adage of working smarter, not harder, right? But uh, uh, what was interesting, what caught my attention about this, the topic we're going to talk about today is that you're looking at things a little bit, a little bit differently than maybe uh, uh, some of our listeners uh, might have learned. And if you're brand new to the grooming industry and just now kind of getting some information through the Hey Joe podcast, uh, if you're a baby groomer or a groomer wannabe, uh, and you're looking at this as a as a career. What a what a great way to get started uh, right from the beginning. I'm sure that some of your veteran uh, uh, colleagues in the industry wish that they could have went back in time and do things that were less uh, demanding or maybe that set them up for injury. So uh, you know we're going to talk about those things today. And uh, one thing I just want to remind our listeners about also is that Dave is at the end of the podcast going to uh, give you a really cool offer. So be sure that you stick around. Uh, until the very end, and uh, Dave will be uh, uh, letting you know what it is that uh, he and Best Shot are up to, and uh, uh, you can always learn more about uh, Dave and Best Shot and those products by going to ParagonPetSchool.com and searching for this podcast episode. So uh, one quick note also, housekeeping, if you have not already subscribed to the Hey Joe podcast, this is the typical type of podcast we're going to have with subject matter experts. So be sure to hit the subscribe button on the website or on your mobile device to make sure that you are served up the Hey Joe podcast as often and as regularly as they are available. So uh, another thing real quick is if you have topics, or let's say Dave and I, or, or any of our podcasts for that matter, when we're talking, if you have topics or questions, this podcast thrives on hearing from our listener audience. So if you have a question that you want to submit for a future possible use on a, a Hey Joe podcast, please send your questions to heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. So let's go ahead and get started again. Thank you, Dave, for joining us today. Um, let's dive into the, the, the question that, that I get asked and you probably get asked a bunch and maybe even more than any other question, and that is, how do I save time and energy in my grooming business? And I know that I get asked that question quite a bit, and that's kind of what turned me on to, to talking with you today. You have uh, 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 written some pieces, and one that really caught my eye was making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Uh, so that was... That was really a, a, an eye-catcher, and uh, again, as I alluded to earlier, you start kind of bringing up a, a little bit of maybe a controversial method uh, or, or just a, a break from the norm, a method on how to, uh, uh, I guess, have more of a harmonious grooming process. One of the things that caught my eye is you said tub time is the most critical phase of the grooming process. So... You care to start expanding on, on why it is tub time? Absolutely. Well, you know, as groomers, and when, I, when my wife and I got, when my wife Tracy and I got started into this, uh, you know, she had a background in grooming, and it wasn't until she opened up her first shop where she realized, you know, she's holding, you know, we're holding the reins as far as how we're going to do this, how we're going to train our help. And... I'm a process guy, you know, and I was so fortunate from my background to have some wonderful training, corporate training, and I was able to take a lot of the knowledge 
uh, and apply it to the process of running a groom shop. You know, so uh, all of us can relate to trial and error. You know, a lot of times we do things uh, because we've wasted a lot of time figuring out for ourselves and banging our heads against the wall on what works and what doesn't. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a very productive way of going about things. And for me, I, I, I personally uh, look at the grooming process, uh, the process of running a grooming shop. I break it down into five pillars, you know, and the first and foremost is if you're going to be in this business, you have to have some basic understanding of skin and coat physiology. You don't have to have a PhD, but you got to have the basics down. The second thing that falls right in line is an understanding of the liquids. You know, the, you know, if you're in the shampoo, if you're in the grooming business, the shampoo decisions and conditioner choices that you're going to make can make or break you. You got to pick the make the right selections and have a basic, a very basic but necessary understanding of simple chemistry. And I'll mm -hmm. repeat, simple chemistry. Uh, and then from there, mastery of your tools and equipment becomes a lot easier. And from that, the methods and techniques that you develop and hone. And then I always, uh, the, the fifth pillar I like to refer to is health and safety, you know, because in everything that we do, we have to be mindful of the, our customers, our animals, our coworkers, and ourselves. Uh, so those are the five five things that I break down, and you know, and and, and try to take an approach in building uh, uh, every in looking at every aspect of the of the grooming process. Right. Um, and hey, Dave, if I can jump in real quick, I think what you talked about there that mindfulness and uh, that that I think I've heard you call it that balance of of. Uh, throughout your the entire grooming process, and I love those two words, mindfulness and balance. And just to let the listeners know, I'm going to tease uh, a future episode that Dave has also agreed to uh, be a guest on, where we are going to be taking a much deeper dive into uh, those pillars that Dave uh, just talked about, which is that balance and mindfulness that uh, will help you out as well. One of those areas, uh, Dave, that that uh, really uh, uh, that I, I think our listeners can really benefit from was the as you how do you as you alluded to when you talk about using liquids to your benefit and making those uh, wise in, uh, decisions and choices based on simple chemistry. You know, at the end of the day, obviously grooming is still a very physical, which we talked about earlier, a very physical job. But how does how do liquids and the tub specifically though that that order? Uh, uh, come into play, and, and what is this kind of controversial thing that we're, uh, or skeptical thing that we're uh, uh, putting out in front of everybody, kind of dangling that carrot? What is that exactly? And I want, and I want to thank you for reeling me back in on that. You know, the the key is, is when when we so so often in in, in a groom shop that focuses on getting them washed and dry so we can finish them. Not a very mindful approach. The number one reason why pet parents come to us is shedding, which I, I tell everyone that shedding, matting, tangling, it's all the same occurrence, just at different stages. And, you know, many of us are shown how to do things. And we don't, you know, without question. And what I'm proposing is by taking, by understanding 
basic hair and skin physiology and choosing the right type of liquid, you can let the shampoos and conditioners that you use do most of the work to set you up for your tools, your dryers and other things to work easier. Um, I can I can best describe it by a brief story. You know, when I when I first started working with my wife, you know, it, it was it was real evident that matted dogs and tangled dogs was you know the most common thing we were doing. And, and of course, those are the things we hate to do. I call it the four D's. We hate deshedding. We hate dematting. We hate detangling, and we're very impatient when it comes to drying. And all. Four of those things work hand-in-hand and can be accomplished so much easier by making the right liquid selection. So somewhere along the line, my my wife actually met the founder of Best Shot Pet Products, where I now work, Bill Marshall was his name, and at a uh, grooming school, or or actually at a grooming seminar in Akron, Ohio, many, many decades ago, uh, he convinced my wife to try some products. And it's, I'm not making an, so much an advertisement, but what he was really telling her was if you try this method and use these products, you're going to find shedding, matting, detangling is going to become much easier and much, much, much more effective to manage. And, of course, you're skeptical when you hear that. You know, I mean, I think one of the comments was made, you're going to see mats flow out of the coat like butter, which I never quite got that <laughs> metaphor. But, you know, I mean the whole concept that was going to be easier. So, you know, she bought some products and tried it, and sure enough, uh, she noticed the difference. So naturally, when when she and I opened our first uh, grooming salon, these methods, and and in particular these products, she decided to make the mainstay of what she was doing. You know, and I never really understood why they worked or how they worked. I just knew they worked. So, Dave, what you're saying is that when, when she selected these products, that method that he had recommended to her was to put the dog in the tub without pre-brushing. Is that yeah. right? Did I, did I read your information right in the, in the show prep? Is that it, essentially he challenged her to think differently and to, uh, to not do pre-brushing? In, in our industry, and unfortunately after 30 years it still exists, the, the question that young groomers and a lot of groomers face is, do you pre-brush the dog or do you bathe it first? It's kind of our version of which came first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. But in this case, I can honestly tell you with science, we can actually prove that pre-treating the coat, washing and conditioning with the appropriate products, you can uh, actually release more coat in the tub with water, and actually use your dryer more as a brush because you're able to release more coat with the dryer. And all of this is built on, you know, a basic understanding of that hair physiology. I call it's referred to as porosity, P-O-R-O-S-I-T-Y, and porosity refers to the degree at which the cuticles along the hair shaft naturally tend to lift open. Uh, some coats are high porosity. These would be like a lot of your double-coated dogs or Newfoundland dogs or that's Mayor's St. Bernard that would come in. Those tend to be a high porosity coat. They're very wide open and lifted when, 
when they're dirty and dry, they, they lift open. And then there's medium and compact uh, variations, you know, to which the, the cuticles will tend to lift on their own. And choosing the right liquids, you can actually further close these cuticles to some extent. And the method that Bill Marshall was actually talking about was uh, by mindfully selecting the right shampoo. you got to clean them, but pick a shampoo that's not going to open up the coat, followed by a conditioner that's going to repair, you know, and especially with the double-coated breeds where you have a lot of shedding undercoat trapped in those guard hairs, you know, the conditioner will further close that and repair the damage of the coat. And then the final step, which is the one that I think the industry has backwards, and I think this is where it, it, it's somewhat controversial, is by using the appropriate conditioning spray, you can snap the cuticles shut and keep them shut longer, um, which eliminates static. It gives, that's what gives you manageability. Manageability in coat is the ability to keep the cuticles smooth over, closed longer. Mm -hmm. uh, and that does in turn, you'll notice as you run the dryer, you're able to blow out more, more coat and actually dry faster. It's, it's kind of like a domino effect, Joe. You can so, accomplish so, Right. So what you're saying, Dave, so the pet goes into the bathtub, you allow the products, the liquid products, the, these three liquid products suggestions, so a, a, a dynamite shampoo, a really good coat conditioner, and then this spray, a finishing spray. Do I have it right? Is it a finishing spray? It's, yeah, it's a spray and leave-in conditioner, but you know, okay, many so, people refer to them as a body spray or a finishing spray, yes. Okay, so that's the three-step process during the tub. And then to your point, you, make the, you allow then the dryer to do what it's designed to do. And I guess, I think I read in your material before was that you, you, you compared these open cuticles uh, to Velcro. And it just, you know, as soon as you did that, and I saw it. I saw it in my head. I could see these hair shafts that had uh, uh, these, these rough, uh, edges to them, and the hair would actually stick to one another like Velcro. Uh, yes. That was such a, a powerful visual for me that uh, as soon as you said, I, so I was trying to track with you as I was reading your material and things, and then as soon as I read the word Velcro, it just it just clicked. It was like a light bulb went off of my head, and I thought, wow. So what you're telling me is that you can take this Velcro type effect and reduce it greatly, and uh, to all of our groomer listeners out there, whether you're new or or, or longtime grooming veteran, removing undercoat, removing tangles, removing mats is a lot of that physical elbow grease exhaustion type elements that really can diminish the amount of time that you are able to perform in this industry. So. Uh, what I like about that, Dave, is you also said it's using science. And I know, uh, you know, we could go on and on and on about, uh, uh, and, and I'm sure you would love to continue educating folks on the science of this. But I will tell you that, you know, Dave and, and the team, they took a sample of hair and these mats. And they, how do they know this? Well, they, Dave, I don't think Dave has an electron microscope in his grooming salon or, or in the grooming business. Uh, but they sent these, this hair off to uh, a university. And the university uh, studied it under a microscope and proved exactly what Dave is saying. So uh, that, that Velcro 
comparison and the the uh, the, the photos that I've seen of this uh, electron microscope uh, close uh, uh, look at each individual hair shaft. Uh, I'm sure, Dave, if, if, if our listeners went to your website, they could find some of that information as well if you're interested in seeing it. But just remember, sure. just remember Velcro. That it, it just, it, again, a light bulb in my head. It was an aha moment, and I could see the hair unlocking itself and, and, and helping the groomer versus hurting the groomer. Now, i got to tell you, that wasn't the way I learned, Dave. I learned, you know, I, I was the type of, you know, a copy of a copy of a copy. I learned you brush those pets out before you put them in the tub because I was always taught that why would you bathe more hair than you necessarily need to? Why would you be drying more hair than what you necessarily need to? If it's not connected to the dog, get it out before the bath. Get it out before drying. And you're, you're saying approach it from a different perspective. And, and, and based on your based on your material and based on what you, I know your reputation and based on, on what you're telling me, I have a, an inclination. I have an inclination to go try this myself the next time uh, uh, somebody like your wife throws me one of those big, hairy, matted messes to to, to bathe. Well, and here's the principle here. Again, the concept is referred to as porosity, which again refers to those those scales along the hair tend to lift open. Now they don't exactly open and close like a hinged door. You'll hear in the industry different methods: close, open, close. And what it, you know, what's important is to get that visual and understand that, yes, you can manipulate the cuticle scales. And I tell people to think of this as a close, close further, fully close <laughs> method. And the other thing that we're, we're stating here is by closing lifted cuticle scales along the hair shaft, that's the secret of mastering dematting, detangling, deshedding, while at the same time minimizing further hair damage. Manipulating the hair cuticles is part of proper maintenance for achieving more manageability, as I alluded to, and producing that desired effect. Um, You know, the idea here is if you use too harsh of a product in your selection, those cuticles are going to open up. And I use this simple analogy. Many of the older school simple whitening shampoos have a very high alkaline pH level. Okay, I'll try to keep this simple. Not okay, don't lose me now. <laughs> It'll lose you. But because they're harsher and have a higher pH, those cuticles tend to lift open. Now, my point to you, Joe, is why would you want to open up the coat when you have a lot of shedding undercoat already trapped within it? And to your image mm. about, the, about the Velcro, you're actually creating more work for yourself. If you can smooth the coat, and that's what a healthy, what the healthy hair looks like. You know, there's a lot of uh, intelligent design in the way the skin and the hair works. And if you can smooth the coat, you're going to release more of that shedding undercoat within the tub and with your dryer. The, else, the also, it begs the question when you look at the imagery of this open cuticle scales. Think of a pine cone, and it oh, up. I love that. That's even better than Velcro, Dave. You need to start using pine cones as your, <laughs> as your analogy. Now you're a bedding blade or a slicker brush or a comb or a brush, and you're thinking of pre-brushing before, you're going to actually damage more coat. Mm-hmm. If you pre-treated it properly, got it dried, and then brushed it out. Another example that I can convey to your listeners 
is think of a ball of twine and, and a steak knife and imagine cutting through that ball of twine and just pulling and tugging in that <laughs> sound that you mm-hmm. hear. All the snap, crackle, pop, okay? It's not Rice Krispies. That's actually hair-breaking. But if you treat it first and then you take the appropriate tool after it's dried, take the tool, you'll find that tool works through much easier. It flows through. It's like butter, right? That's what you said earlier. Yeah, with very minimal (laughs) snap, crackle, pop. See, in human cosmetology, they teach, when they talk about porosity, they teach that combing and brushing is actually the leading cause of most hair damage. So when when you look at that, we actually can be our worst, own worst enemy or even our clients who mindlessly, not fully understanding, you know, brush the top coat of their double-coated dog, you know, and they're splitting a lot of ends and damaging hair. You know, there's only so much that a conditioner and a liquid product can do, you know. You can't damage it and then put it back to normal only to damage it further. No, it's a mindful process. And then the disclaimer that, I, uh, that always comes up when you talk about methods like this is I, I always have to explain to people, we're not talking about pelted coats where they've been so, so terribly neglected and, you know, you, you can literally shave off the pelt of the, of, the, of the dog in its entirety because the coat's that damaged. We're not talking about that because as most of us find out and most of us that have been at this a while can witness is that there's often a lot of festering sores and other things, you know, you know, underneath all that, that, that pelted coat. No, what we're talking about is, you know, those matted areas, the spider matting we get through the coach, you know, rather than combing dry, damaged, dirty coat out ahead of time, what we're merely suggesting is by trusting in the science and the development and a lot of the products that we have today, that they will smooth, hydrate, close and smooth the cuticle, and they'll actually actually even bolster the tensile strength of the hair so it can withstand the brushing and the heat of the dryer afterwards. And the other point that I make, too, is a lot of folks like to brush and, and run a comb through wet hair. And just as in human cosmetology, that's not a smart thing to do. And the reason is, is that your wet, saturated hair is more spongy and more prone to breakage when mm. brushing. So what, we're, what science is teaching us is that if you can treat the coat, and by treat it, I mean hydrate it, smooth those cuticles. And then here's a point, Joe, that a lot of people don't realize. Uh, they lear- you know, we learn that the way that the skin works, it secretes sebum, which is an oily oil that it, it secretes on the hair as it grows. And it, the sebum, to a certain extent, will smooth the cuticle close to a point. Unfortunately, sebum is a dirt magnet, though, so it'll attract a lot of other debris and oils. So when we wash the hair, we can't help but wash away the sebum. That's how soap and shampoo work, which is a whole other discussion. Mm. But what I'm simply saying is, in being mindful in our practice, we want to follow up with a conditioner. We need to replace the sebum that we washed away 
with something superior that will help smooth and protect the coat. And when you look at it and from this standpoint, it makes one really question why they ever mindlessly were brushing and pre-brushing the coat without envisioning in their mind that open cuticle and that dry hair. Uh, you know, we were never explained this properly. Does right, that make sense? right. Oh, it makes total sense, Dave. I think I think you're blowing minds all across the grooming industry right now to the listeners of the Hey Joe podcast that are like, wait a minute. All right. So it sounds to me like, Dave, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give our listeners a challenge, and that is, what do you have to lose? Go try it, but be sure that you follow up with uh, making sure that you have the right type of shampoo, the right type of conditioner, the right type of sprays. Obviously, the Best Shop products are are designed with this uh, with this method in mind, um, and I'm sure that if you want the best chance of success of that happening, uh, you know, Best Shot is 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 one of of, of several very high quality. Uh, uh, products, but if you're buying product, you might uh, you might give this uh, this particular product lineup a, a, a try. One of those things. So, Dave, I'd like to leave our audience with a couple of things. One is uh, take the challenge, right? So, I think Dave is is asking you to to prove them wrong or prove them right, and and go out there and try this. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, we're we're knocking on the door of shedding season right now. So, and in some areas where our listeners are are are, are hearing us, shedding is year round and just never stops. Um, so, in in all of those cases, uh, Dave, to your point, you know, whether you have uh, whether you mostly focus on trim breeds, so it's haircuts with those spider uh, 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 mats or, or tangles and such, all the way up into including what I like to call wash and wear dogs, which are the the non trimming breeds. This method is is uh, perfectly suited for all of those folks so capitalize on on shedding season and make shedding season and, and that that shed control process that you are either thinking about offering to drive your revenue or uh, and, and client retention uh, or or if you already offer a shed control system uh, my, my gut feeling is is that this is going to be uh, uh, very enlightening uh, to you and uh, maybe save you uh, uh, a chance of potential in, uh, injury or, at the very least, exhaustion. So, um, hey, Dave, I want to just thank you again uh, for helping us out and and uh, uh, and what you've taught our audience today. I'm sure that your information is going to go a long way, especially the challenge. I'm sure you'll probably hear results from this uh, from those folks. And and I would encourage all of our Hey Joe listeners uh, that. Uh, you can get uh, you can get this information uh, available. You can go to our uh, website uh, at paragonpetschool.com where you get access to Dave's uh, really cool offer. It's going to be an educational piece, right, Dave? Like a PDF, a downloadable PDF education piece. Yeah, something describing the process of demanding and detangling, and and you know how it works. You know, not just you know understanding what it is you're doing and, and why the method and, and the selection of products works. And then uh, also, um, you'll, you know, our, the listeners have an opportunity to, uh, to check us uh, out online, and we have some trial offers where you can put this to the test, uh, you know, under 25 bucks, we'll ship it for free, uh, and really see it at work and judge for yourself before... Uh, investing in gallons of product through your local distributor so 25 bucks in the challenge and i I gotta believe they're going to be thrilled with that so that's that's pretty incredible dave thanks for coming on the uh the program today uh again i want to remind the audience 
that uh, our podcast, the Hey Joe podcast, uh, thrives on your questions. So just a quick reminder, definitely hit subscribe uh, to the podcast so that it's served up to you uh, as regularly as it's available. And absolutely send us your questions. Send us questions to heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com and you might just hear your topic discussed with an industry expert in the future. Dave, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to doing some uh, work with you in the future on, on future episodes. Very good. Thank you. It's been a joy. All right. Take care. Uh, hey, Joe listeners, we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. Have a great week.